Hey guys, we're back for more Kingdom Kong. Glad you're listening. I got my buddy Steve. I can't get rid of this guy. Steve <laughs> Richards is here today again. Um, and I'm Scott Spiewak. Thanks for tuning in to Kingdom Come. Today's um, title of the show is, you know, the mindset shift of church versus kingdom. The Uh-oh. mindset shift. Yeah, it's a tough one, Steve. This is the question I get thrown at all the time on the streets. And um, I'm I'm learning how to answer it. But you've got some great tools for us. So share with us a little bit, Steve, about what where we're going to go on this segment. So I, we want you to listen very carefully to this segment because... We're going to touch on some things that um, you might feel that we're stepping on your toes a little bit, um, and it's not we're not intentionally stepping on anyone's toes. However, if if there's a mindset um, that needs to be adjusted um, to to be aligned to Scripture, that's what we want, and so we 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 do this segment out of love, right? Um, we're not, we're not attacking anybody, but we want you to listen very carefully. And, and so the topic is this, do you have a church mindset or a kingdom mindset? And what did Jesus institute? And, and that's really what we want to get to. The church mindset says, come join our organization, right? Come be part of this system. Come be part of, we're the blah, 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 over on, you know, whatever corner street. And, you know, we're, you know, 100 strong, 300 strong, whatever. And um, and come be part of our organization, this system. Um, and what we want to share is, um, yes, fellowship, 100%, totally God. Um, but there's a system. There is has, something to gathering. Of, absolutely. We're not, you know, get that clear. We're not against church. We're not against the gatherings. Um, you know, I, I was saying to Steve, you know, I have church clothes. And and I know you guys do too. You have a set of clothes that you, you set aside for Sunday morning. In the last three years, I've gotten rid of my church clothes. I was saying to Steve, you know, I'm wearing my church clothes right now. I never take them off anymore. Okay, I want you to think why, about that. Why is that, Scott? I don't take them off. The same shirt I have on today is the same shirt I might wear on Sunday. I might wear a hoodie on Sunday. I am not taking off my church clothes anymore. I'm keeping them on. And I want you to think about that. I no longer care how I look on Sunday mornings. I'm re- I'm ruined, Steve. I'm yeah, wrecked. And I think the, I think the point that we're we're making here is um there's a a system that has entered what we call church in America that I don't see in the New Testament church. I don't see in the book of Acts. I don't see in all all the epistles of where they establish church and how they how they uh, how they fellowship together. You know, you, you got to go back to the history a little bit for people that don't know, right? The church, the early church that we read in the book of Acts in the epistles, that went on for like 350 some odd years. Wow. They lived this way for well over 300 plus years. And how did they live? They were a body of believers. They had coaches and players, but they were all, they were equal before the Lord. Nobody was, there was no like military hierarchy or political hierarchy or anything like that. Yes, there were leaders, but the leaders served the people. 
people, but everybody served Jesus as the head of the church, and Holy Spirit was the administrator, and Holy Spirit partnered with everybody, and that's how the church exploded. Over time, right, as, as the church moved to, 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 to Greece, it became more of a philosophy over time, and then when the church moved to Rome, it became an institution, and that's when Constantine um, blended... The church well, he got and nervous. paganism, right. he got, quote-unquote, saved, right? He saw the burning cross, and, and, and basically, um, out of control, he said, we're going to institute um, a, a single person um, in these uh, church buildings all over, and that's where the fivefold kind of went away, and a single person got instituted, um, and it was really about controlling the people, and then and then the church came to America, and it became, you know, it became kind of like a business. Yeah, I keep I keep hearing in the back of my mind the song, you know, "Take Me Back," you know, "Take Me Back to the Time I Fell in Love," and, and basically what we're after for you guys is to open up the paradigm mindset in 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 you of how do we get back to the simplicity of the gospel? How do we get back to how this thing started and and what believers did and how simple it was you know it wasn't it wasn't a scary thing it wasn't it wasn't that you know you had to go through ministry school um a lot of things have come into play in our culture that quite honestly wasn't there steve like we just talked about it in the last show you can check it out but when jesus sent out jane and joe believer Steve's famous coined phrase. We're gonna te- we're gonna trademark that. Actually, thing. it's Joe and Jill. Joe and Jill. Sorry, <laughs> Joe and Jill. Don't Joe, mess it up. <laughs> Joe and Jill. We're gonna trademark that. But you know, when he sent out the seventy and the uh, the one twenty, there was no ministry school. So I just want you to pause a second, and you know, I'm thinking of you mean all- Phil that went to Samaria was not an ordained minister. These people just went and did the stuff and. That was the culture, Scott. That's what Jesus instituted. That's the kingdom. That's the kingdom. That's the difference is, and, and, you know, Jesus mentioned, Steve was saying, tell, tell, tell the listeners, Steve, you you mentioned before the segment with me, the, 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 how many times Jesus mentioned church and kingdom and it's, It'll blow you yeah, away. Yeah, so I was studying this over the weekend in preparation of the show, and I, I just did a word, and you can do it at home, right? I, I, I like the Strong's Concordance app on my phone, and I just do a word search. Steve lives by that and thing. I, and so I did a word search in the word church, and, and Jesus only uses the word church in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, two times. Wow. Now we know it's it's it, uh, of course it's a very important. We're going to talk about it, it's rightful place because it's all throughout Acts and the rest of the epistles. But then I looked up the word kingdom, and you know how many times I find the word kingdom, kingdom of God or kingdom of heaven in the Gospels over a hundred times, Scott. Well, that's why we named the show Kingdom Come. That's what I'm after. And so I went, wait a second. There's a paradigm shift here that needs to happen because in America. We're so focused on the church. By the way, the word church is the Greek word ecclesia. And it, do, do people know what it means? It means the assembly. Right. That's what the word means. So when we say the word church, when you read the word church throughout the New Testament, it's the assembly. Now, the assembly can be, um, it is, it's believers coming together. Well, when we hear even like the church at Ephesus gathered, 
we automatically go to what we know, which is, oh, they must have had a church service. Right. And I don't know that they did. They are the church, and this is the paradigm shift. We are the church, and believers came together. Now, it says in, in, the, in the scriptures that they met in the temple courts, uh, you know, for larger gatherings, and they met home to home for smaller gatherings. The point was not about coming to, you know, putting a sign out front and coming to this organization. It's just believers coming together. When, you know, when, when four or five of us get together for coffee or sitting in the living room, like we're, we're, we are the assembly. We're assembling. We're coming together and we're breaking bread and we're exchanging lives together and we're, we're sharing and caring and teaching. And so the word uh, church is uh, ecclesia, which means the assembly. Now, the kingdom is what Jesus talked about all the time. He didn't say go preach the church. He said preach the kingdom of God is at hand. And so the kingdom is uh, his domain. It's his reign. It's all, it's, it's all of him and you expanding and exposing people to the goodness of God, the goodness of Jesus, the goodness of Holy Spirit. And so I want to just take you to Matthew 10 just for a second. Matthew 10, verse 7, and he's talking to the, uh, to the apostles here, and he says, As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, Cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely you give. And here's what I want the listeners to catch. When you live this way, you are exposing them to the kingdom of God. When you pray and someone gets healed or you take authority over depression and that spirit leaves, they are being exposed to the kingdom of God and you as the believer are advancing in exposing the kingdom of God to those that haven't uh, ex- experienced it, and that is the commission of every believer. And that's you know that's my New Year's resolution every year. That's 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 all I want. When people ask me, you know, halfway through the year, I had a joke this year with my kids. I said, guys, you know, we're halfway through the year. Let's let's review our New Year's resolutions, and you know, we haven't opened blind eyes yet. we've cast out a lot of devils and you know i'm joking when i say this but this is how i live like this is all i'm after and this takes amazing mindset you have to you know the world is pushing down culture is pushing at us steve it's hard to live with your mind at peace when you got bills and you got stuff and you got job and you got responsibilities and dance class and taking kids and doing stuff. Yeah, just living, right? It's it's really hard on the way to have this constant discussion with Holy Spirit on the inside. It takes very much a focused way of living. Like I'm constantly asking myself inside, you know, randomly um, go to the store and pick something up. And while I'm there, I'm thinking, okay, Holy Spirit, I know I'm on mission here to get my thing at Lowe's yesterday, but while I'm here, if someone's here that needs kingdom of heaven, bring them to me. Um, so I'm on the lookout, Steve. I'm, I'm not, I'm there, but I'm not there. And this takes practice. And that's, I think what 
what kingdom is for today is it's getting around others and gathering the called out ones and saying, how'd it go for you this week? Did you have any encounters? Did you have any divine appointments with people? Did you, what was your exposure? It might not be. You might have a week that goes by that. Like I work from home. So sometimes I never leave the house. I'll go four days without seeing anybody minus my kids. I don't think I could do that. That would be hard. (laughs) You know, I go out and, and do school pickup and other things, but but I'm on the phone all day talking to people from all over the country, but I might not have an encounter. And so I don't want you to feel, um, you know, obligated or ashamed if you're not doing this. We're trying to give you tools on your tool belt so that we can open your eyes to the paradigm of getting off the bench and getting in the game. And we say this all the time, but it matters. It matters to Jesus. He constantly it does said, matter to Jesus. The kingdom of God is within you. I want you to think about that. So all of heaven is within you. So you have the capacity through Holy Spirit to unearth darkness, to move things out of the way. We live, these are rented tent suits that we live in. This is just, if you've ever seen a dead person, they're not there. Steve, they're gone. Yeah. We forget about these things because we get so wrapped up in our world that we forget we're a spirit. Spirits are real. We got good guys and bad guys. Yeah, they both exist. <laughs> they both exist. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm rambling a little bit, but I'm not because I'm driving home the point. The kingdom of God is within you. You have the capacity on your job at the store to ask Holy Spirit to speak to you, and he will. And the gathering should be about learning how to fish together, yeah. learning how to set the hook, learning when to set the hook. Yeah. These are the things church should be after. American Christianity has got to get back to this, Steve. I mean, we've drifted really far down the path. And now the culture is so desperate for a touch that we got we to gotta get after this thing. Well, I think we, I, I, there's, there's something here that as you're talking, Scott, that I think the, the listeners need to, we need to talk through here, and it's this. The early church, they, they were Jews. We know this. And the way that a Jew uh, thinks is um, uh, is different than how uh, you know the, the the kind of the original Greeks thought. Right? There's two types of thought process. The Jews, the Greeks, think in a compartmentalized uh, way where I can be this way in this place. I'm this person in this place. I can compartmentalize these different aspects of my life. But a Jewish person doesn't think that way. I'm talking about kind of the original, right? The, the when we talk about scripture here, they thought very circular, right? It it they are who they are, no matter where they are. They're in relationship with God. They're following God, and so whether they're at temple, whether they're at you know fishing or at the coffee shop or whatever, like they are in community and in communion with God. Whereas, kind of the the Gregorian uh, thought process is one of very compartmentalized. And so, what we're talking about here is a mindset set shift to say you are the church, no matter where you go. At all times, it is a circular. It's your. It's it should be a lifestyle for you. So 
whether you're going to Home Depot picking up something, right, or whether you're you're uh, you know getting your laundry done at the laundromat or whatever the case may be, you are the church. You're in communion with the Lord. It's not about going to this thing at this particular time, which we love. We love the assembly, and it's needed and required and important. Uh, but we've made it all about the locker room, which that's the church service, right? That's the locker room, and we've we've compartmentalized and almost forgotten about the game. And so we're not minimizing the locker room. We're simply expanding, saying there's a whole game uh, in the course of your life that you can engage in, and that's the kingdom of God. The assembly, wonderful. It's important. It's biblical. We need it. We love it. But then there's the kingdom. Jesus said, go preach and advance the kingdom. This is the Great Commission. And so that is what we're expanding uh, the listeners into. Yeah, I would just very practically, I want to give you a tool right here. Like, ask Holy Spirit for homework assignments. Ask him for homework assignments. When you're reading and journaling and worshiping, whatever your mechanism is, for entering into God's peace and presence for your daily life. During that process, ask the Holy Spirit for homework assignments, and he'll show you stuff. He'll show you things. He might say, you know, just something very practical to break it down for you, like journal in your journal. I'm going to say hi to five people today. Like take small baby steps. Like you'd be amazed in New England just saying hi to people, what that unlocks in your neighborhood. And a, and a nice smile. Yep. A Smiling. Smile. You know, um, we laugh all the time when we walk our dog, and I'll say hi to people way across the street. And I had a woman this week literally look at me from across the street, look right at me. I mean, would not wave at me. And I laughed, and I thought, praise God, that's awesome. <laughs> like, I just deposited in her the kingdom of heaven. I said hello. I said good morning. Like, Let's break it down very simple for you to give you some tools like, you know, get get practical with this stuff. Like this isn't like, you know, difficult, Steve. Yeah, and I was going to say, you know, you talk about, you know, uh, homework, right? When you have, the next time you get together and you get alone with the Lord, and this could be right after you listen to this podcast, you take five minutes and you go, go to Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, is there more that I'm not living in? Right. Is there more, right? Because we all get in these, you know, we're, we're creatures of habit, right? And we get, we get in our kind of our, our flow of our life. And, you know, we, we work Monday to, most of us work Monday to Friday, and then we have Saturday off, some don't. And then we go to church on Sunday, and, and then we go home and we watch a football game. And like, it's this routine. And, and so what we're saying is, dare to ask Holy Spirit if there's more for you and see what happens. See what happens. Allow Holy Spirit to talk to you to say, um, is, is Scott and Steve, are these guys crazy? Or are they causing me to think and go, hmm, maybe I'm all, you know, we talk, you know, we know that we only use about 10% of our brains. That's crazy. Right? And so what if we're only using about 10% of our Christian walk? I would not be surprised and if it's so, less than that. Well, and this is what we're saying is we're trying to say, hey, there's another 90%. You're walking in 10%. Awesome. Praise the Lord. Love it. And and you're part of an assembly. Love it. You should be. 
But the, but could there be 90% more that most of us are not walking in that we can? And why not explore that? Why not go to the Lord and ask him, Jesus, is there 90% more that I could be walking in, and if there is, would you would you show me? Would you unlock me? Would you would you reveal this to me? And watch what he'll do because you have not, because you ask not. So if you ask that question, I'm telling you right now, so Holy Spirit's going to kick that 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 wall down that 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 you have in your mind and bring you into this journey that you never thought was possible. Yeah. When I first started in this guys, I, uh, you know, again, just very practical. I started in my home and for about the first three months of asking Holy Spirit, that question, Holy Spirit, give me homework assignments. I'm not kidding for three months in a row. Every time I asked, it was always, I want you to bless your wife today. I want you to be kind to your wife. And of course, there would be some kind of massive argument that day or disturbance at the house, <laughs> you know, and and so those things helped anchor me to walk out my my belief in in Holy Spirit being a real person. And that's what that's what we're saying. It doesn't have to be you're going to go cast out devils on day one. It can be very simple. It can be very, very simple when you go to the grocery store I want you to say hi to the teller. That's it. Very it's simple. It's just engaging yes. in someone's life. That's just just get practical with this and build and get around people who want this or find out people who want this. And that's where you practice. That's what church is supposed to be is practicing this in a safe way. You know, for the first couple months after that, Holy Spirit would say, I want you to say this to your wife today. And it was a prophetic kind of thing in nature. And I would practice with my wife and I would even say to her, hon, I'm learning how to do this. So if this is wrong, just tell me. But, and I, I'd say that to her, I'd say something that maybe was about her future or something I didn't know about her that only God could know. And I would practice at home, Steve, so that eventually I would get bold enough to do it once out in public. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good, and it's a great it's a great practical way of of uh, walking that out. Um, I want I want to bring the believers back just for a moment on this mindset of um, do I ask yourself this question? Do I have a church mindset or do I have a kingdom mindset? A church mindset says, "Let me bring this person to my organization," and it's very inward focused. It's, it's our, it's our church. It's our, you know, our sign, our ministry, our, and you don't really interact with other churches and other, and other groups because it's not your church versus a kingdom mindset, which is very inclusive. The kingdom of God is everybody that calls on the name of Jesus. It's inclusive. It, it's, it's, uh, it's Kanye West. Uh-oh. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's, um, you know, people, uh, of all denominations, the Baptists are in there, the Pentecostals are in there, the Catholics that call on Jesus, which is about 20% of the Catholic church is in there. Yeah. It's a mixed bag. Like, it is a mixed bag. It's not us four and no more. That's a church mindset, a very uh, exclusive in the kingdom is an inclusive all that call in the name of Jesus. Do you know there's a lot of people in the kingdom 
that don't even go to church today the way that we would describe church, yet they love Jesus. They do. Right? And so um, this kingdom mindset says, hey, you're all my brothers and sisters in Christ, and let's go advance Jesus's agenda together. Right. That's a kingdom mindset that says, wow, love what the Baptists are doing over there because they're doing that thing really well. Don't talk about what they're not doing well because you got things you're not doing well either. Right. Look at what look at the wonderful what they're like the good of what they're doing in the kingdom and celebrate the good of what they're doing because we all have flaws, we all have warts, we all have things that aren't 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 uh, that still need scrubbing by the Lord. Right. But if you have a kingdom mindset, it's an inclusive uh, kingdom. Everyone that calls on Jesus is is in it, and you want to celebrate anyone that advances the kingdom and the agenda of Jesus. And it's this mind shift that really begins to open up, and it's not inside the four walls only. The kingdom is about expanding. Think about... You know, think about you know the old you know you talked about uh, what was the t- uh, the movie you brought up uh, Braveheart Melga. yeah Braveheart well, one of my favorite movies and so you know they they were like they were looking to uh, back in those days right they're looking to take territory uh, and of course they they took it violently that's not at all what we're suggesting but we're, what we're suggesting is doing it in love partner with Holy Spirit take territory. And, and advance the kingdom. And that's not about being in this small little organization that we call a church system. That has a very different mindset of um, how can I advance the kingdom of Jesus today as, as his follower um, and, and celebrating the others that are. And so um, ask yourself today, do I have a church mindset, ecclesia, or do I have a kingdom mindset, Basilia, where um, and Jesus talked about the kingdom and advancing the kingdom? Yeah, so we're we're um, we're going to wrap up. You know, if you guys need to reach us or want prayer, we want to encourage you to do that. Um, you know, SteveRichard.org, or you can uh, check out anyhealingandfreedomcenter.com. Um, reach out to us. Maybe you've got an issue going on. Maybe you want to ask us a personal question. Our emails are on there. There's phone numbers. Give us a buzz. We'd love to talk with you further or invite you out to a training that we're going to do. We hope to do that over the winter here. But um, have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to Kingdom Come and share it with a friend. Thanks, everybody.